Hey folks, welcome to Kaiser's Castle or Castle Talk Radio exclusively on Public Streaming Network or PSN Radio. And uh I I it's grab a seat on my big orange couch. Grab yourself a coffee, tea, soda, or adult libation. Because I have a special guest I brought on tonight. I know everybody's fed up with all the politics of dancing and all the bullshit. And so we're just going to have a, a patriot on tonight. He can explain a little bit about himself. He's a friend of mine. Uh, he's an inventor. He invented the f- newest thing for the Web- Weber Kettle Grill ever. It's groundbreaking. He'll explain that to you later on. And uh, he also has Tattoo, T-A-T-U, BBQ, Spice Blends, and there'll be links in the description. And um, I brought him on to, um, you know, just fill fill everybody in about your history, how you uh, worked cooking for the troops, barbecuing, and the the genesis of uh, Tattoo Barbecue there, Patrick. Just unmute yourself, brother, and... Come on in. The water's fine. Got you perfect. Run with it, brother. It's only an hour show, so I'll, I'll have to cut it short. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, barbecue. It's, uh, I guess it really all started in, in about uh, ooh, 2007. I started going over to Lunch Tool, Germany. Uh, it's right after my father passed away, who was a, a vet, retired uh, army. And uh, about two months later, woke up one morning, said I should go over to Lunchtool and barbecue for the wounded troops there. So I basically packed everything up, showed up in Lunchtool. Lo and behold, you're supposed to have all these passes and stuff to to get there and to get on base. And the American Legion uh, post uh, in in um, Kaiserslautern there, uh, they helped me. They got me online. I went to the Fisher house and Kathy, she ran, runs the whole uh, uh, base there. And she went up and talked to somebody and got me a pass to come in. And so I started uh, barbecuing. And I uh, did that for four years, uh, twice a year. And I funded it all myself. I had a, a little shack, barbecue shack. Uh, started doing awards or doing competitions, won awards. You know, people really liked it. Uh, and uh, so it just kind of kept growing and growing, and now it's like I can't really shake doing work for nonprofits. <laughs> Even now, I I do uh, work for a right. nonprofit organization, and I just love it. I mean, that's who who I am. Uh, I I just I developed uh, rubs and and uh, uh, different different rubs, different seasonings, uh, and people just like them. You know, and and that's what makes it good. And and I, I wish I could share all the uh, uh, the responses and and the reviews and and things. Uh, uh, but it's real humbling that when you fix something for for people, that they love it so much that they'll just keep coming back. So uh, uh, you know, I, mean? I I can tell you about. It. I spent some time uh, in um, uh, North Dakota, Dickinson. Actually had a radio show with uh, iHeart uh, there for oh about a year. I, I did it every every Mondays, um, and uh, 
bunch of stories uh, <laughs> go with with that about uh, nuts and butts and racks and sauce and all sorts of stuff that's all barbecue related. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know uh, what what well, uh, jump in jump into some of uh jump into stories? some of the, yeah some of those stories that let people know. <laughs> Hey, I, I I always tell everybody, um, I I I love what I do now. I mean, but it's a different type of love. It's something that it's like a, a priesthood. It's a calling. What right. what I do, right? And um, but in all honesty, the only job I ever loved, everybody laughs and jokes when I say this, is and I understand the feeling you get was I was a fry guy for KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, mm-hmm. so. You know, you do get a fulfillment every time people would come in from church on Sundays or during the rush or whatever after work, seeing the happiness of them walking out with a bucket of chicken. You know, it was just one of those things. So, you know, and the kids fighting over who gets a drumstick, you know, they're just and, and the adults also saying, ah, I'm getting the kill. See now they don't put the kill only on it. Now they now they cut that in two and just slide half of it each of it in the breast, which is a poor business model to me. But yeah, the kill was always the best piece of meat. Run with it, brother. Tell some stories. Yeah, some cuts yeah. Of meat. no, it, it's it, in a, um, along that line. It's really cool because you get to uh, get to know people, you know. And and that's my biggest thing is is I really try to get to know every customer. I know at some point in the future, I may not be able to have that relationship with everyone, but I'm going to try my hardest to, to keep that going no matter uh, – because we're, we're growing exponentially uh, here. I'm up in Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, best smoke I ever had was 17 below zero. So people that, that kind of shy away from smoking during the winter, you know, I tell them, hey, pull your shorts up, you know. <laughs> Come on. You, you got to exactly. go out. It, yeah, it has to do some with the barometric uh, pressure and the coldness that does something to to the meat uh, uh, in that. Uh, but uh, I'll I'll tell you a a, a quick story from uh, Dickinson and from from the radio show there. Uh, got on there, uh, boy, I can't remember. It's 2011, I think. I I went to uh, Dickinson and then came back in 13. Um, but I'm on the radio show and we're talking, you know, about nuts and butts and, you know, and a guy asked me, he goes, hey, well, how do you how do you know when your pork butts all really tender and ready to go? And is it time and temperature? I go, no, it's none of that. It's and it's never really is time uh, temperature a little bit, but all, all slow smoke barbecue is not time. You have a kind of a base that it might take. But there are certain things that have to happen, and when those happen, then you have competition-grade food. And so uh, so he was asking me all these questions. He goes, well, how do you know when the butt's done, you know, the shoulder's all done? And I go, well, for me, you know, I just open it up and stick my finger right in the butt, and if it goes in real easy, then I know it's ready, you know. And, and so uh, the, the, uh, the, I the man – <laughs> yeah, the, the the station manager came back and and uh, and then the the DJ we we became really good friends. He goes, yeah, I'm gonna have to get that pause button going and stuff. And so so that created. But uh, I mean, you're in Dickinson, right? You're you're in you know red country, right? Right. But and, they they knew what you meant. You meant oh, 
finger in the meat, not in yeah. the, you know, I know. Well, no, I, but... I, no, I was sticking my finger in the butt. Okay. The butt just happened to be the meat. Yeah, you know? that's what I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, so so anyway, but, I mean, people would come in. And then I, I, I also, I sell, uh, started in, in Washington uh, uh, selling uh, rub nuts. And rub nuts are, uh, I have a unique way of... Uh, uh, spicing up pistachios and then smoking them, and and they're spiced up with my rub, so they're called rub nuts, and I sell them in nut sacks, and so we're right. talking about all that, and um, I'll never never forget uh, this time, he was on the <clears throat> we were talking about that excuse me, and um, we were uh, on the um, uh, the radio. And he goes, well, hey, you know, uh, uh, Pat, tell tell uh, tell everybody where you're at, and you know, what's a phone number? Where can they get a hold of you? And I jokingly said, well, you know, I don't really want to give it out because my parole officer might see me, you know. And he chuckled, and we're all ha ha ha. And I gave it out and stuff. <laughs> the next day, in the morning, two detectives showed up at the at my uh, uh, truck, you know, and and uh, and the first thing they asked me is what my birthday was. And so I knew, you know, <laughs> why they came, you know, and I started laughing and stuff and we're joking and kind of cleared up. And I ended up selling them like five bags of nuts, you know, so they they got to uh, take my nuts uh, back to the station with them. And, and uh, yeah. I had so much fun with the nuts. Uh, oh, the, yeah. The- I remember. I remember you and I talking when you were doing that. And I was the one who uh, helped you with your. uh uh, logo that you have copyrighted, mm-hmm. and uh, we were talking about designs of stuff, and it and it is copyrighted, folks. It's a badass logo. It's his face, believe it or not. Well, when you go to uh, when we talk about his uh, design, you'll see a picture of him in his cowboy hat, his trademark cowboy hat. Yeah. And a uh, really cool uh, thing was, I said, well, with the rub nuts, he said, yeah, I just call it a bag of my rub nuts. And I said, what about Uncle Pat's rub nuts? And so he sent me the packaging, and he read me. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> hot rub nuts. Yeah. But, yeah, that's yeah. funny as hell. I remember do that. You remember, do you remember how you're supposed to eat them? Uh, yeah, I, I can't remember. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. you yeah. the, the nuts, it's, you got you, you to suck the nut yeah. first, the pistachio. You put it in, you got to suck the nut. Then you got to crack the nut, and then you go have a smoke. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> you know, and yeah. I tell you, they are really good. And, and uh, I was at the restaurant. I had a brick-and-mortar place right before I left Dickinson. Uh, and I'm in the restaurant there, and this, uh, not an older lady, probably at that time, probably my age, maybe a few years younger, she comes into the place, hadn't seen her in a couple of months, and, she, and it's lunchtime, right? And she comes in, opens up, and she goes, Pat, where the bleep are your nuts? She goes, I'm missing your nuts. And screams it out, you know, and stuff. And half the people laugh. The other half just dropped their mouth. And, and I said, well, I'm not uh, smoking my nuts right now. But uh, when I do, I'll, I'll give you a holler, and you can come, you know, have a rub with them. <laughs> so... Yeah, nuts. get a rub with Uncle Pat's hot nuts. <laughs> that was so funny when we. Anyways, I call him Uncle Pat because he's really a good dude, man. We we had a lot of good conversations. Yeah, we've been um, buddies for a while. 
Yeah, sure. since I think oh nine. Uh yeah. probably at yeah. least, yeah. Yeah, oh eight, oh nine, somewhere on there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh but yeah, man, that was uh some good stuff. And uh also uh besides the rub nuts, you came up with the best feminine protection product. <laughs> and and everybody has to get there's kind of a, a play on words with that. He actually made a product, and, and I still have I a couple of them. To sew. My mom yeah. bought me a sewing machine, and yeah, I designed and, and sewed the product. Tell you them know. what it was. It's actually like a little kit. Yeah, it, it's a uh, to, to protect your handgun, you know, because everybody, you know, if you're talking about feminine stuff, you got to protect your handgun. And so uh, uh, it, it's, and so I made these like, uh, just cloth little covers for them, you know. But inside it, I stuffed it with, uh, I think it was a Kotex, a tampon. Um, God, what else was there? It's like four or five items. That were actually, a condom? A condom? Uh, yeah. Uh, there was, um, yeah. There was, I got a couple of them and I don't have any access or I could tell you everything. But there was, yeah. they were all things that were useful. There, there yeah, exactly. A, a, lo- a lot of everything you needed for for survival and, and stuff. Yeah, or a bullet wound. I e. the there are no spices. Where are the cheeks? You know yep. the tampon and maxi pad. Yeah, and cover it. Uh, yeah, and so there was just a lot of useful items in there. And the condom, everybody's like, "Why a condom?" Well, it was non lubricated, so you could <laughs> gather water with it. You get about a liter yep. of water in a condom and a sock. Yeah, or you can so, put it over your head and blow it up and just freak everybody out and they'll leave you alone. Yeah, who was that comedian that used to do that oh, with the uh, How, Howie? Howie Mandel, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, 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 he used to do that. But yeah, we we joke around and he came up with products that sold. I mean, yeah. you know. So no, I, I've been doing that my whole life. Uh, well, since eighty, I, man, my first product was seven. God, seventy three, I think. Um, and I, I developed these things called tube gardens and, and uh, oh, and sky ties. If you ever watched the um, the movie Back to the Future, the the first one, and the very last scene when he comes back, uh, the, in the old guy, and I can't remember his name, uh, jumps out of the car. He's wearing this one of my sky ties uh, on it because in in uh, oh god, where was it? Southern California, big big fair. Uh, uh, who was it? Was it Howie Mandel? Somebody came by, uh, and, um, actually, um, uh, bought like 200, 250 of my sky ties. And, and then the next year the movie came out and I was sitting there watching, I'm going, holy shit, there's a sky tie, you know, but you know, that's, that's, this as far as it went, but it was fun, you know, so I've always been developing stuff. That was back in the era when Rush Limbaugh ties were hot, because I remember that. That would have been about that same era. Rush Limbaugh was selling his ties. So that's ah, something. Yeah, yeah. you were competing. I, I didn't even know Rush that. I, actually, I yeah. didn't even know Rush Limbaugh back then. Oh, yeah. Rush Limbaugh started out in the 80s, um, years before I went out to California. Um, and California, he was still there in 88. So, um, yeah, he said in 89, uh, Oh, I see that. Yeah. 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 And doc Brown was his name. 
So ah. that's the cool thing about our producer Angel. He is an angel. He has a memory for movies. Yeah, no, he has a love of movies. It's awesome. Oh, cool. Uh, oh, yeah, way cool. But getting back to uh, products, what else did you come up with? Because I, I know Inventive Minds. I have a friend oh, of mine, yeah. Ruth, and uh, in the Marine Corps, he designed a bunch of stuff. Right. And he showed me some of his new designs of stuff. And, like, uh, there was a company called Ira Green or something like that for the Marine Corps, and they made this stuff. Uh, for um, um, stuff for making your uh, emblems, uh, oh, wow. stay black, stay black. Your field emblems. Watch yeah, yeah, typing yeah. because watch typing because it comes across oh. over the. Uh, Oops. Yes. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, everybody. <laughs> this product was called uh, New. and well, he designed a thing that would help you place your emblems perfectly every time it was made of plastic instead of everybody would make them out of cardboard. Oh, right. And, yeah. and also, uh, he designed a thing that, uh, would help you put your, we had to put a, uh, iron on, on for your USMC for your, uh, pocket, oh, right. United States Marine Corps emblem. And, uh, so it's, everything went perfectly if you used it. And he came up with a couple other clothing type of oh, items. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, yeah. he said, he said, you always get a little bit of that, but it's got, undergone a name change. And now M News called Blackout. Oh, wow. So, yeah. It's, okay, it's just sure. different. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, so, talk well, about I'll some tell you, here, here's some, some big stuff that, uh, uh, my brother and I did, uh, older brother. Um, if you look at all the vinyl signs that are out on windows, cars, all that stuff, uh, my brother uh, developed, and I helped market and finish the uh, uh, the product, the very first wide format vinyl cutter in 1986. And, uh, wow. and yeah, and that changed. I mean, that just changed the world. And then we we parted ways. And I went on to uh, develop using that as a, a as a kind of a platform to making the first wide format laser cutter, and uh, and 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 I taught myself laser optics uh, engineering because I I just liked it and I just wanted to learn. And then I got two patents. Uh, one was with a system I built for NASA, and then the uh, other one was for uh, kiss cutting tackle twill. So if you look at uh, like baseball uniforms, the, the three color, two, three color uh, logos on there are now or were mandated years ago to all had to be uh, laser cut because it stopped fraying. And you can put three layers together and my patent covered uh, the modulation of the uh, power of this to the speed that it was cutting so, because you cut around circles, it's course slower than when you go straight lines and i could cut all three layers at once so you just did one strip and there's your your logo uh and i, I did that for many years and then i got into uh building uh, uh large equipment uh, for uh, uh laser cutting and and uh, that's where nasa came up and they have this program i don't know if they still have it it's called the uh 
oh, it's a ballooned extra, extra something or um, I can't remember. They balloons that like the kingdom would fit in, uh, and they were hand cutting the the uh, cores uh, to them. And but they were coming out of you know a foot off and stuff, and so we built a machine that uh, uh, we got it down to I think it was a inch or half inch to an inch uh, tolerance for these six hundred foot gores, and and so uh, and that was wow. a fun project. Yeah, that's uh, that's massive. Yeah. Yeah, and then now now I just invent the uh, food. <laughs> I just invent stuff to make make food, you know, Better like on preparation techniques. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know, and and if people, you know, if they buy my spices, they don't have to go through this whole thing of trying to figure it out. Um, although I I am as soon as this whole mass things uh, get gets done, I'm going to go back to teaching. Uh, people about food, how to create their palate, how to create their own rubs, their own spices, what to look for, what to do, what not to do. And so everybody then can create something that's very specific to themselves. Not not that anybody else would, would like it, but at least you can come up with something that is specific to yourself and you can replicate it. Uh, when you do stuff for the masses, you, you have to, that's that's a trick. Because it, it's 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 really tricky to make sure you know you want to get eighty eighty five percent of the people that that uh, like it you know and so but that's what I'm doing it's, now exactly it's very uh, taste specific oh absolutely uh, I'll tell you this um, folks tattoo it's T A T U B B Q spice blends. Now the site's still under construction. Everything's not up completely. Well, no, you, I, I got it right before this show. They can get on there. I have four of the spices, my major spices, up there. So oh, okay. If, if go they go right to uh, actually, if they go to uh, tatuspice.com. Yeah, I can hear you banging. So cool. Oh, dang. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get you gotta watch like chair speaks squeaks banging and typing just because you got an outside mic, yeah, and it'll pick it up. So there's your rubs, your seasonings, your salts, and the yeah, original. I, this is the award-winning spice rub, and I did. Right. I was blessed to know him when he came out with this. And uh, now is that still the same number for them to order this stuff? Um, what number is that? Uh, nine zero seven number. Um, no, that that number goes to um, that'll actually come to my phone. It's the number cool. for tattoo barbecue. Yeah, um, that's that's what I mean. If they're yeah. ordering tattoo barbecue, cool. Well, cool, or cool. just order it online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a spot right here for yeah. PayPal. I was about to say that it has one. Yeah. The Shopify got, account. Yep, it's Shopify, and and you can pay with PayPal, and then yeah. they have other payment Credit options. Or, yeah. yeah. And, and that's and all done. Yeah. Yeah. Once you get uh, get on and and uh, you know we and, and if you want and you allow, uh, we can get your email and then keep keep you posted. I love talking to people about barbecue. I mean, I I don't care you know if they buy anything or not. I just love talking. 
you know, about, I mean, brisket, you know, in burnt ends. And how do you do that? How do you how do you know what's a good brisket when you go to a store? There's little tricks in doing that. I, I'm coming out with a brisket base that I've been using uh, when I won a, uh, the uh, uh, first place for uh, meat in, in a competition. Um, and so I made this this baste and then this rubs a little different. Those are coming out pretty pretty soon. I make a white sauce. The sauces aren't on the site yet, but they'll be up there in the next few days. Well, and I'm so definitely, can, I just surfed your site real quick. I'm definitely, I haven't had two of them that you now produce. Uh, yeah. The uh, Alaska Seafood Blend. Oh, yeah. And Ooh. the Premier Steakhouse Seasoning. Yeah. Those two I don't think I ever uh, tried out. And I'm nope. telling you folks, if it's like all of his other stuff, um, it, yeah. it's phenomenal. I, I learned from Uncle Pat uh, six different pepper and oh, six right. different salt blend for steaks. And, right. uh, but my palate, I like peppery hot stuff and, um, I'll, I'll never forget when he was talking about it. He, he had, he's not joking with the specific desires like uncle Pat's hot nuts. Seriously. Uh, I enjoyed them. My wife, they were too hot for. Right. Um, right. So he had two other kinds. He had a mild and then one that was just like seasoned like a, a Tony Sacheries and not the hot or not the uh, extremely hot, the wild right. ones. Right. I have a warm now. I have a, a yeah. ghostly warm that's out, and then I'm going to make a ghostly hot because people said, oh, I really want it to make my eyes water. And, of course, I'm thinking somebody said that to me in Dickinson, some some uh, kid from a college. Oh, I can take it as hot as you want to make it. I go, really? Because, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, he's all he's a young kid, you know, he's all puffed up and stuff. So I, uh, I have my own special hot blend of uh, habanero and, and uh, uh, ghost and uh, scorpion. Um, and it, so I put a lot on there and he takes one bite, runs into his car, <laughs> closes the door. And I see him crying inside his car. He's, he's, you know, and I, of course I'm laughing, you know, because I, I thought it was funny. So. You know, what's cool though. He forever has a story to tell to his <laughs> friends and, and he will. And, oh, and, yeah. and that's, yeah. and that's another thing. Word of mouth folks. I mean, you know, politics yeah. aside, uh, nowadays it may be word of mouth on how and who we support, right? Uh, for products, and I'm sure Uncle Pat will have no problem ever uh, supporting uh, things he believes in. A matter of fact, I know that for a fact. But um, the point is, um, you have to put your name and your honor and your word on everything, and. The neat thing I found about all of his products is it's quality built, no matter what it is, seasoning, spice. And this is not like an infomercial. Let's no, try to no. let's get in. Let's get into some of. Um, I mean, if if he wants to, if if he wants to add, do an ad buy on PSN, he can talk to the owner, uh, right. operator. And do that, but this is just two brothers talking because we've talked about this stuff, and there's a love for it. Well, and, and, he and, can talk and the thing that. with the, but, the the support stuff you were talking about, I mean, I I cannot, I I cannot not give money 
I, I, I just can't. No matter how much money I make or, or generate, I should say, I give it away. And I live on Social Security, you know, basically a, a few shekels more to cover a little bit of rent. Everything else, right. it goes goes away. You know, it goes to the Fisher House up here or it uh, uh, goes to this place that, that I'm uh, smoking out of. Or, you know, I, I donated a bunch of money to uh, this uh, lady that started a foundation in uh, for African for the children. And what I donated to was for their uh, uh, their their food, their nutrients. Because I tell you what, you can do whatever you want with kids, but if they're if they don't have the right nutrition, it's not going to work. You know, so that's right. I just heard a, I hear a horn in the background. I know, I know. I'm, I thought I turned my phone off, but I'm gonna. Whoops. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, silence it. I better do the same thing. Thank you, because we were talking and I turned mine on. So I didn't even think about that, brother. Um, I'm glad you did. Uh, <laughs> Somebody uh, called me. And, yeah. Know, and so, so yeah. So I, I, I'm not in this to, to me. I've made enough money in, in the past, and I've been a different person in the past, right. uh, especially with the engineering company. And I'm just not into I, I have to make money because I have to give it away. That's what drives me is is to to be able to give it. I gave some money to Gold Star uh, Peak here that that uh, you climb this uh, mountain four thousand feet or something and and uh, for the Gold Star mothers, you know, and in a, a high school roommate, her she's a Gold Star mother and and uh, you know and you just can't cool. you just can't give enough for people that yep. that do that for you i only usually uh support veterans owned companies mm-hmm. or at least patriot owned companies and uh and just like this podcast here i i've been on several others but i found a home with psn because um angel may not be a veteran but i'll tell you what he's big on veterans and on blue lives matter as long as they're yep. correct yeah, and and he's big on uh, America, and uh, you don't know this, but uh, he is a um, a Cuban American and a great guy, and uh, we've known each other a little less time than you and I have, brother. Maybe maybe the same. I maybe don't know. Yeah, hell, I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah. But anyways, yeah, I mean, so I just found. Even with some veterans, you know, with everybody, you have to be skeptical. But everybody over time shows who and what they are. Right. And uh, right. you've always shown, you know, this is this, this is that. You're willing to go out there and take a chance. It may or may not come um, the way you think it will or the way you want it to. Yeah. But, but at least you know the person and the investment in people is yeah. what's more important. And at this time, especially it's, during this time of uh, probably it, duress, uh, we're going to need to invest in people in a well, real the, way. You know, there's three types of people. There's good people, good and honest people. There's poorly, uh, morally corrupt people. And then there's people in the middle that just don't know, you know, who they are. You know, and, 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 you know, it's just, 
and there's certain people yeah. that I just choose not to to be around and and then those I mean god you know when you see somebody I'll see somebody on a street you know and I'm not, I don't I don't give to to these corner beggars all the time but all of a sudden you know you look at somebody and something tells you you know eh, give them something cuz you don't know what that's going to do for him in in years to come you know or what's going what they're yeah, going what's through what's he that. going yeah right yeah, then that pay it forward thing means a lot but uh yeah yeah, but uh, the point with that was where i was going back to um this will this will show you uh for different palettes mild to wild i know like for me for wild the blend of scorpion and ghost is the bomb i have a little handheld mixer uh nobody can be in the house when i'm doing it Uh uh-huh because it's yep. so, you know, it's it's like somebody just completely oh. covered the house in uh, in like caps. Sprayed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and no, even I'll is. tear up over it. But I, I learned in the uh, army in the Marine Corps that um, riot agents didn't affect me and would make me tear up. It wouldn't blur my vision after a while. And it wouldn't irritate my skin and throat. And uh, I've taken direct hits with it in the face, you know, because a buddy of mine doesn't tell me about the spray. No, he just sprays. <laughs> and all of a sudden I get it all in the face because we're fighting somebody. So, you know, this is just yeah. what happens. But, yeah, go on with some of just your basic advice. For Let's say somebody wants to make their own rub. Something to their personality, some suggestions on what to try out, how to do it. Um, like oh, you were oh. the one who told me to get the little handheld blender. That right, a little know, coffee grinder works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the little, it's just little. It, yeah. You put it in the jar and and it cuts it right up. And yeah. Yeah. and if you really want to keep down the stuff at the end of the jar, just put a. This is learning. From, you know, people helping people, learning from right. experience. Uh, well, try to make a sill with a paper towel around the top of it because all the grinding's going on in the jar, and it'll lessen what comes out. And right. your thoughts on that? Right. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I uh, there's a couple of things, um, and, and it's hard to put it in such a short, short time, but one of the things, uh, major thing, if you're making a rub, don't put any any organic material don't put any basil or or thyme or any of these herbs because although it will work when you're cooking braising making soups and stuff when you're smoking and it's low in the temperature you know a low temperature long period of time you have the smoke it uh it kind of burns but 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 slowly burns this organic material and it'll it will turn bitter so you're not going to have a yes. really good flavor. And, you know, you don't have to put, I had one guy come up and said, oh, I got 68, you know, different ingredients in my rub. And I'm like, oh, well, that's great. You can only taste 12, but hey, knock yourself out. So you don't have to put a lot. I would start uh, basically with with uh, things that you like, you know, Um uh, like like a pepper. I I started with with uh, first I started with paprika, 
and and that was don't use the smoked paprika. That's that's just against the law. Uh, but you get a good paprika. Get whatever you get. Get really good quality. So get a good paprika. You can start with that. You can start with, uh, um, uh, you know, my my rub's got uh, 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 lemon pepper in it. So you can you know add good add choice. if you like yeah. yeah if you like that you can put it in um, the the beef if you if you like uh, uh, like Worcestershire sauce you can get it powdered you can get almost any ingredient powdered uh, so you can put yeah. put that in there put garlic put uh, 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 onion um, and uh, and then what what I do oh and I'll I'll use sometimes uh, you can use a uh, uh, if you don't want to make your own, use a Montreal steak seasoning. It's it's really good, especially for uh, uh, beef and stuff. If well, you don't want to, well, let me, let me let me just real quick is, okay. is is take whatever you do, take it up, and then put it in a coffee grinder and grind it to where it's it's pretty much like a pepper. Uh, and the reason for, if you ever look at, watch these guys that are putting all this rub and stuff that's really coarse, and shit, half of the stuff falls off, you know? Yep. And, yep. and it's like, what what the hell? You know, so you, mine, wanna... I, I, I put it on and, and, and it will make a nice bark, you know, too. And, yep. and you, won't, you won't waste stuff. Like you know? a fine ground pepper. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. exactly right. Uh, yeah. One of the things that I discovered accidentally with an, a recipe for a ham, for a Christmas ham, believe it or not, I slathered the ham down with mustard as mm-hmm. the base. And then I put my rub on it. And now rub, folks, you're actually rubbing it in. You're trying to get it in there. You leave it sit. I'll let my meat, everybody will go, ah. I'll let it get to room temperature, and yeah. then I start yeah. smoking it so that that way it's absorbed it. Right. And um, I may flash put it in the freezer for a minute. Just be, Let's say I'm, I, I just started the barbecue. This is my technique, mm-hmm. and I found it, it to be fairly good. And the nice thing about winter cooking is if you're drinking while you're smoking and you fall asleep and it, it's all done, <laughs> Uh, it'll be cold and it'll still be good. It'll, right. it'll right. chill right on the grill. But, uh, no, the, the interesting thing I found just, you were the one I think that did tell me how to grind everything. You know, you are the one, I know that you don't, you yeah. also have to make sure everything's dry. Don't use, but yeah, like with, the, if you want to use parsley, sage, rosemary and thyme, see what I did there. Um, if you want to do all that, you're better off to make yourself a little um, uh, base that's liquid. Use whatever kind of liquid base you want to use for whatever you're doing. And you put that in where you're doing it so that it's at temperature. It's not going to boil over because you're low and slow. And then All all you do is you just baste it with it. And that way it keeps it from burning. You don't get that nasty. I I tried that before. I think you corrected me when I did that with, uh, I can't remember what two things I did, but I remember. You can use a spray bottle too. Yes. A spray bottle is fine too. Yes. Go on, 
Run with it, brother. Well, well uh, uh, you can do a, uh, the, the spray bottle. And then I, I was just thinking about, I'm going to have to get you some of my mustard sauce. Because I made this mustard sauce specifically for pork. And uh, nice. I, used, I used that in a, in a, a beef braise, uh, base for, for brisket. But you, you can put that mustard sauce. Anytime I read any recipe that talks about mustard, I put my mustard sauce in it. Not not the the standard uh, uh, mustard, um, only because it it just for me it tastes it it just has a really good taste to it, uh, you know it, it's they're just unique and and rarely do I have anybody say oh I didn't really like it they they all just kind of look up smile and say wow that's pretty good you know and it's like thank you <laughs> so um, but uh, I in, I get it. Yeah, and so you're you're doing that um, uh, with the oh well well we we can go sorry about the chair it just uh, um, we can talk about you know when you're when you're uh, smoking ribs right everybody not everybody but a lot of people you see them they say got to pull the membrane off the back you do if you're doing competitions the the judges will just I mean you you won't get anywhere if you don't pull the membrane off. I've They'll never mark pulled, you down. Yep. I've never pulled a membrane off uh, for for my any restaurant shack mobile unit I've ever had, uh, and and you always cook it with the membrane down. And my my reasoning is that membrane catches all that uh, uh, rendered fat, pork fat that goes through. And so when you cut my ribs apart, you look at them, you just barely squeeze them, and they just squirt fat out at you, you know, and, and so so you don't have to, to do that. Now, I'll tell you how you, you cook a competition-grade um, rib. And depending on your grill, whether it's a pellet grill, whether it's a Weber, uh, whether it's a stick burner or whatever type of, of uh, a grill, they're all going to be different. If it is a, a grill that uh, is like a, a pellet grill, you know, that, that uh, has this blowing air, it's going to take less time than you know, a stick burner that doesn't. But what you do, okay, you, you I, and, and again, I don't let my ribs sit. I rub them and put them in, you know. I, I mean, they, they get a little, little warm, but I'll, I'll put it in, uh, the, the smoker. I don't let them marinate, you know, it's called a dry marinade. Um, I, I don't let any of that. Uh, I haven't seen any any right. reason to. Um, so you 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 uh, rub them, you pop them in, you close the lid, and you don't look at them for an hour. You just don't. Now the first time you look at them, they're probably going to look real close to the Mojave Desert, really dry. You're going to go, oh shit, you know. Well, just hang in there, you know. Close it again, wait another hour so you can take a peek at it. You'll see them, they'll start to glisten. They'll start to get wet. Um, and on a, on a, yep. um, a like Traeger, yeah, yeah. well, no, no, it's, it, is, it, it may look that way, but what it is, it's rendering the fat that's mixing with that rub right. and creating a sauce. Right. No, I get yeah. that. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying yeah. it just looks that way. Like oh, yeah. No, it does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, uh, and and that's with the Traeger. Traeger, you can get ribs done anywhere from two and a half to three and a half hours. You know, my my stick burner, it was five to six hours. Um, 
So you you and you want to cook it to uh, the ribs about 190, uh, 195. You can you can pull them off, but you cook them to about 190. Uh, but the the biggest thing is the next thing you look for is first you got number one thing sweat. Number two thing you're going to look for is um, the um, pulling away from the bone. You know the rib will pull you know about a quarter yep. inch plus. Yeah, and that's number two. So you now you know you're getting close. Maybe another half hour or 40 minutes. The last thing is you pick up the rib on the heavy end of the rib, you know, which is going to be about a third of the way, maybe a quarter of the way down. You pick it up, and that rib should bend 60 degrees and have cracks. Not not cracked, not falling over, but just cracks. And 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 it has to be kind of sub- substantial cracks. Uh, but again, not not falling off. And when you do that, that rib is done. And it doesn't matter if it's two yeah. and a half hours, three and a half, four and a half, doesn't matter. That rib is a competition rib. And what you do is you, you cut out uh, a middle bone and you cut to the right bone off and to the left bone. So you have a lot of meat on both sides of the bone. You take a bite right in the center of it. You just Chop your teeth down and pull straight away, and it should pull straight away. You should see teeth marks in the meat, and your bone should be uh, 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 clear. You know, should should almost be dry looking. No, no meat. I mean, it just pulls no away. No meat on the bone. It should nope. be like you just sucked it off the bone. Yep. Yeah, I know yep. exactly what you mean, brother. That, that, and that's competition you, grade. Well, you were the one who helped me fill in those blanks. When I talked about leaving something sit, I meant that for, just to be clear, for thick cuts of meat. Because you're letting it ooze into the meat itself, not just staying. And if there's skin, I'm not even averse to injecting certain things into it. See, I'm I'm not an injector, but that's, you know, that's the beauty of, of all this is you do what, Tastes good to you, you know? Exactly. And, and you keep learning, and you keep learning. I'm still, I learn from grand champions all the time. I, I follow them, you know, and it's, it's all, like, oh. It's all about the happy mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, I found a, a recipe that uh, I was given by a brother of mine. Uh, he's the one who taught me how to cook chicken, and we used to call it Scotty oh. and Up Ribs. And his name was Scott Maynard. He was a a neighbor of mine. And I've never had uh, chicken. We're talking like legs and and, Mm -hmm. uh, quarters. Yeah, exactly. And I've never had better ones than him. Well, you haven't had mine yet. I haven't had yours yet, (laughs) but I haven't been to Alaska to hunt my bear yet with a knife. But but I got, I got the place to go. Yeah, we do. We already know that it's on my bucket list. But yeah. anyways, the point being is I it, it's all about happy mistakes. And he gave me this yeah. recipe, and I, I perfected it. Um, and I will tell you the recipe. I'm going to give everybody what it is. You lattice work bacon. I think I've told you this oh. one before. And you lattice work bacon on some um, foil, tin foil. Mm-hmm. And lattice work means you sort of weave it, okay? Yeah, yeah. And then you get yeah. three pounds. That's two pounds of bacon is pretty much what you're going to use. Then three pounds of ground pork, 
ground pork, and then you mix it with Tony Sacheri's, whatever seasoning you want, or Uncle Pat's mixes will work fine. Uh, that salt and pepper mix added the game, brother, when you told me that about the uh, five pepper, salt and pepper mix. It's five of each. And and you add that in and you mix it in a bowl like you're making a meatloaf because you are going to make a loaf. You make it into a loaf. You set it in the middle. You wrap that. Now, you're going to have to use toothpicks. Right. Uh, use wooden ones, plastics, a fell. <laughs> and then you start layering the wrap. You put it on and you never have the open ends on the same side. So if you're open end right. and you're putting it on a new one, you put it on the bottom side where the open end is and the open ends on the actual 180 degree side, do it about four times minimum. The reason why it's called the pork explosion is because you have fires breaking out the entire time you're cooking because it will leak. It's going to be that juicy and right, good. Right. But that thing will become a solid loaf, and it is the closest thing to heaven I ever found. And I thought I, I thought I shared that recipe with you a long uh -uh. time ago. Well, that's interesting. I'm I'm glad I gave it to you. Yeah. And and you have the directions on how to do it now. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you uh, too, just real quick, when you bring up fire, I've had some pretty major fires in my smokers. From, from Greece. And the only thing that really works is baking soda. And go to Costco, pick out a 13-pound bag. I've had these major fires. I've taken handfuls of baking soda, threw it all, you know, on the food, on the meat, on the fire, puts the fire out instantly. And the nice thing is, is you can brush it off the meat and it doesn't ruin your meat. You know, it's yep. baking soda. So yep. you're, you just keep keep going and and actually i just had one a couple weeks ago doing chicken and it caught on fire and it's like ah oh, shit so you know but you just throw it on and, and it puts out fires like nobody's business you know you you see people yep. these these youtube's people open up and their their smoker their grill all of a sudden it's flaming everywhere and they're all freaking out and i'm just like man if you had baking soda there two three handfuls gone you know, in, in backyard yep. at, uh, at smoking. And, so. and if it did stay on the meat, it's flavorless. It'd be yeah. absorbed yeah. by the it's, by the uh, sweat, by the grease yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, and it's organic. You can eat it. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, and I've been using that for years and years. And I'll tell you, there's nothing, nothing better. Well, I'll tell you another thing that no one's going to believe, but this was told to me by a, um, uh, captain uh, in the uh, uh, was it uh, where was it Seattle uh, Fire Department? I think it was Seattle Fire Department. If you ever burn yourself like really bad, you know, grabbing a hot hot uh, poker or something, or you drop, I dropped about a oh, quarter cup of uh, uh, pork fat on my wrist, and I took and he told me this. He goes, if you ever do that, take. Um, uh, oh God! What is it? The bleach. He goes, take bleach and pour it on there, and I did. I I I just doused my my wrist with bleach, and it 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 had a little tang to it, but nothing like a burn. 
and no scarring, no blistering, anything. Two or three days later, you couldn't even tell I was burned. And, and nice. Yeah, that comes from bleach. And people look at me, what bleach? I don't ask me why. I never looked into it. He told me he's a fireman. I tried it once, and I've been using that ever since too, for for uh, uh, for for the uh, for burns. You know. Well, that makes it, it kind of makes some sense because it's cool. Uh, it's sterile. Um, the other thing I believe is. Um, it's one of those things where um, it stops the cooking process where when I grew up, I remember Archie Bunker even saying it on uh, his show, <laughs> All in the Family. Butter, butter, it put butter on a wound. Well, oh, yeah. we, got, we got three minutes to wrap up, yeah. and I do want to touch on your Weber uh, oh. Turbo Grill. Turbo Grill. We'll, we'll, we, are you going to put gonna, the, We're uh, going to do another. Yeah, there's going to be a link in the description. No, the, the links will be in there. Okay, because you got to yes. see this turbo grill. You know, and, and tell them how you invented it and all that stuff. Well, and... it comes from our German background, in, in the, and it comes from our German background in about a 400-year-old uh, uh, Patagonia, southern uh, South America uh, product. And it, it's the, the original product swings back and forth over hot coals. So it doesn't really burn. Ours, we use uh, the heat from the Weber, and we only put coals on half side. The heat goes up, and we make uh, we made um, uh, fins. So we use the the uh, uh, turbo. I mean, not turbo, but the uh, uh, heat uh, thermodynamics of the heat to spin. And so this whole rack spins around. In, in, you know, over hot coals, out of coals, over hot coals, out of coals, you virtually can't burn anything. And oh, I tell you, the, the food just comes out so decadent and so moist, no matter what you're cooking. You know, oh, let me give one quick, if I got it, like 30 seconds. Um, one quick thing. I, I was sure. just thinking halibut, you know, up here, there's halibut everywhere. I stumble across this. If you ever get halibut and sometimes it's really hard to cook because it'll dry out. Take your halibut, uh, uh, marinate it in coconut milk, thick coconut milk overnight, and marinate it. The fats from the coconut milk will uh, infuse into the halibut. It'll be the most moist halibut you've ever eaten, and you won't taste coconut. That's that it. is awesome. And I'm telling you, Uncle Pat, we are going to do another show, and you guys will learn to call. Uh, because he is that cool dude, and you can reach out to him. He's very and, awesome. And have and, him ask questions. You know, if people have yeah, questions, ask, respond to this and write yeah, them up. And, write them up, and next show we'll deal with them. Yeah. Uh, send them to PSN. Yeah. And I'm sure Angel will collate them, and we'll deal with them. And okay. hopefully, hopefully, Uncle Pat, if you want, uh, we can always – Pimp your stuff with every show, I think. Yeah. I like my talk. nuts being pimped. Yeah, you'll, you'll, yeah. you'll <laughs> have to talk to Angel about that and, sure. and see if you guys can come to terms. But yeah. I that the whole point of this is I want you on the show because right now, if one thing brings people together, um, and he said it, he, he does like hot sauce. Angel just said that. Yeah. I just so need addresses. People, 
<laughs> we, we can talk. We can talk about that stuff here yeah. uh, on the next show. I think maybe we'll hit hot sauces uh, because maybe next week or the week after I'll have you back on. Sure. Just because the thing that brings people together is food. It does. And and I yeah. think that's what we need at oh. this time, not politicians. Uh, no, go in, ahead. Because in, in the, it, well, just really quick. In the, uh, in the, uh, 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 the sides, barbecue4wounded.org. That's BBQ, the number four, wounded.org. And go there, and that'll explain everything of why I, I do things. It's all the pictures from all the barbecues that I've done. Uh, and and I think uh, I think you'll you'll enjoy it and kind of get a feel of really who I am and and why I do this and why I I love to to do this. So no, that's cool. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, we'll get it Thank together you. for next Thank time. You. Oh, Thank yeah. you. Oh yeah, thanks We're for having me. Well, I do want to do an offside show. It probably won't be tonight because it's so late. But we will mm-hmm. do an offside show where we can delve in depth on some of these things if people have questions. Yeah. Please ask him in the comments, no matter what yeah. site, Angel will collate. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much it. And at this time, because okay. we are burning into the next show, uh, I have to say, thank I you, guys. It. Hey, no problem, brother. It's a joy to me. It's just another chance to talk to Uncle Pat. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Same here. Thank you. Thank you for stopping by Castle Talk Radio and Kaiser's Castle. Yep. Grab yourself. Your coffee, tea, soda, and adult libation, and or adult libation, and slowly meander on out. <laughs>